G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, ordinarily, we would catch up with Christian cultural commentator Bill Muhlenberg on a Friday, but since I'll be catching a plane this afternoon and expecting to be in Sydney for the pre-election New South Wales state election broadcast, uh, we're going to have our chat today. So, Bill Muhlenberg, a special welcome along to 2020 for a Thursday. Oh, it's great to be with you any day of the week. (laughs) Bill, you have been writing a lot this week about the Christchurch massacre, but let's not talk about the Christchurch massacre today. Uh, Let's get our focus on some of the things that sometimes captivate us, and we become very fearful when someone comes up with a new idea that says the end of the earth is nigh, And whether we're talking about all of the issues to do with climate change or whether we're even talking about sometimes those spiritual issues and those who are prophets who forecast the end of the world is nigh with the intent of raising fears. Uh, There are some concerns here. Uh, You've begun to write about this this week. Uh, Give us some ideas about what's prompting you. Well, there's never a shortage of these uh, what are really false prophets. We've had them for ages now. Warning of gloom and doom, chicken little forecast, the end is nigh and we're all going to die in a few days or weeks. Uh, so um, we got plenty of Australian examples, but with the American next presidential election already hotting up, 2020, uh, we have a whole raft of Democrats, uh, very similar to our Labor Party, uh, giving us all kinds of stuff, uh, wild, almost crazy-eyed uh, warnings about the end is nigh because of climate change. If we don't act tomorrow or yesterday, and, uh, um, well, people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Beto O'Rourke, two of the younger, more popular uh, Democrats around, one of which at least is running, and others uh, basically saying, uh, well, we've got to move fast or we're doomed. Uh, in fact, both of them have latched onto a scientific report and actually misread and misinterpreted the thing and are saying 12 years to go. If we don't act instantly, the whole earth is doomed in 12 years. So that's just the latest in a lot of. Uh, predictions people have made. We think of Paul Ehrlich, Al Gore, there's a whole bunch of them. They keep making these prophecies of impending doom. They keep being proven to be totally wrong. And then they just come back and change the date. Some, something like the Christian charlatans who uh, keep telling us Jesus is coming back next week. 
So we're talking here about a fear-mongering, which actually is more an industry than it is based on truth or even science here. I know that will rattle a few cages of some people listening, but there is a sense, isn't there, that every second day hearing another climate change expert saying that the end of the world is nigh if we don't do something now. And it's probably those same people on that side that would be the critics of the Christian who says, prepare because Jesus is returning, perhaps we're in the end times. What are your thoughts on the fact that there are some similarities and that fear is a very powerful force? Well, it is. As I said, the Democrats in the U.S. labor here, they're really both on the same page with all this fear-mongering. Mind you, I should interject and say, of course, any biblical Christian is concerned, rightly, about the environment. We're called to be good stewards of planet Earth. We do want to take good care of it, so that is a given. However, that's a far cry from so much of the gloom and doom hysteria, which, as you said, is often not based on science at all. Some of us would recall in the 70s, early 80s, they were all warning of a coming ice age, right? It's uh, we're all going to die because of the cold weather. And now, of course, they switched and said we're all going to die because of a coming uh, heat wave. Well, now they've changed it again. Now they simply talk about climate change. And, yeah, changes in climate happens all the time. So, uh, and there's plenty of scientists including one group of 30,000-plus who have signed up to petition saying, no, we are really being misled on the whole climate change agenda, and we need to be much more cautious and circumspect instead of all this gloom and doom paranoia. So, yeah, it's uh, well, it goes well with, again, the radical leftist politics, whether Democrats or Labour. They, well, bottom line, they want more power. They want to have more... Uh, power and take away more power from individuals. So what better way to do that than to say there's all these great catastrophes just around the corner. If the government doesn't get involved and clamp down in all kinds of major ways, we're all going to die. So you get plenty of people, often sheeple, uh, happily giving up various rights and freedoms all to let government get more power to supposedly fix things, even though a lot of these things are well beyond any government to fix anyway. So there is a connection between the radical left, uh, the desire to see state, statism grow and grow, and uh, some of these fear-mongering uh, reports on the environment. There's a terminology you're using in one of your latest articles here, Bill, an ELE, an extinction level event. Have we become, in some ways, attuned to or accustomed to uh, these sorts of ideas uh, because of the sorts of movies we've been exposed to over the years? You know, all those disaster movies and uh, impending doom and, uh, you know, the latest movie where, uh, you know, where uh, an asteroid is about to hit the Earth and we're all going to be annihilated. Are we, are we in some ways attuned to these things because of the culture that we're in, that we've become accustomed to stories? Well, I think that's certainly a part of it. Uh, there have been a lot of best-selling or box office hits involving the end of the world. There's so many titles. In fact, I list a bunch, I think, in my uh, in my recent article on all this. Uh, one of them I did have in mind that many would have seen, perhaps, I think, Ghost 
back maybe 20 years now, uh, Deep Impact, in which, yeah, just that, a big meteor is heading directly to planet Earth. Unless something happens, the whole planet is doomed. So uh, one of the reporters first on this uh, starts researching and finds out about extinction-level events. So, look, the Christian actually believes in such things, except a little bit different. One day Christ will return in his proper time, and there will be a new heaven and a new earth. There will be judgment and all that. So, yeah, we know at one point it's going to happen. But until then, God is on the throne. He is in control. And we need to really, uh, you know, try to discern between fact and fiction here, between uh, real science and the Hollywood version of events. Bill, as Christians, we're quite attuned to the Old Testament ways of dealing with false prophets. Uh, The idea that they might be stoned to death. And even one of our Ten Commandments is about telling the truth and not lies, not bearing false witness, uh, because these things are very, very serious. So when we hear of people who are uh, fear-mongering with what isn't a tried, true, proven scientific advance when it comes to issues of the environment and climate change, how ought we be reacting, responding to those sorts of false prophecies? Well, good point. Uh, Mind you, some would think uh, the Old Testament penalties wouldn't be bad for some of these, well, they're really frauds, aren't they? They're hucksters. They're living on making these predictions, which always turn out to be false prophecies. Uh, but, uh, you know, if we're not going to stone them to death, uh, we at least should uh, wake up and realize that they're not not worth running with. You know, they, they make a false claim. It's proven to be bogus, and they keep going on the lecture circuit. They keep getting tons of money. They keep getting invited to speak all over the place. I recall back in my wild leftist days, I think it was 1968, when Paul... Ehrlich, another radical environmentalist who had gloom and doom, he wrote a book called The Population Bomb. Uh, And in that book, he said America in the 1980s would probably lose 50 million people to starvation uh, because of running out of resources and all the rest. Uh, Well, as far as I know, that didn't happen. (laughs) But I still, you know, the Australian government, the ABC is still happy to bring them out here to Australia every other year with more uh, false prophecies. So it's really become an industry. People are making a living out of being a false prophet, and yes, maybe the uh, Old Testament remedy would have been a better way to deal with some of these guys than the way we simply reward them and keep running with them. Bill, as Christians, as you mentioned early in our conversation, we are, in fact, environmentally minded because we have this even cultural mandate to have dominion, to care for the earth that we're given by God. Uh, But there is a sense here, uh, I wonder whether you've got a thought or two on this, of being able to see through the motives of those who are doomsayers, those who are into doomsdayism, the way that they tend to have an interest in the game. Uh, They're likely to get rich so that the charismatic elite levels uh, want to assume control and power. Uh, What are your thoughts about how you might see through some of the uh, doomsday sayers, whether they be 
climate change oriented or even when it comes to the doomsday sayers on the spiritual side and dare I even say Christian. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, well, again, many are raking in the dough. They're making a ton of money just to keep cranking out these books, these videos. They keep speaking. They keep making these warnings. They keep proving to be totally false. Uh, but that doesn't stop what seems to be the gullible masses from still uh, soaking it up. So uh, that's part of it. As we also said, yeah, uh, government control, taking more power. Uh, to the state and away from individuals. A lot of this is fueled by leftist ideology uh, that we can't forget about either. A lot of these people have radical agendas. Uh, a lot of those who talk about demography, population, you know, we're overpopulated, we have to radically take steps right now to cut the population by millions, if not billions. There have been a lot of people who've actually said we need to cut, say, the world population in half or two-thirds and i always ask these people well are you going to lead the way by example are you going to be the first one to bump yourself and your family off Uh, of course they're not interested in bumping themselves off but they're quite cavalier about uh, one way or another killing millions if not billions of people some even talked about putting uh uh, uh, sterilization agents in our water supply so that nobody can have children anymore. I mean, a lot of serious uh, proposals being made, again, usually by these guys hardcore left who use pseudoscience and not real science to push some really radical agendas, which are certainly anti-human, anti-life. Uh, so again, good part of the abortion uh, movement runs with these ideas that we're overpopulated and we have to kill off our own babies so we can save the planet. So these are things we have to be aware of, and that is something I did write about in my recent article. And certainly fuel for a prayer life for someone who is thinking about the future because our leaders need to have a level-headed acknowledgement of God. If God is in the equation, we tend not to fear. If we take God out of the way, we have this love affair with these extinction-level events, and it's someone assuming power and control. Bill, I'll point people to your latest article called The Leftist Love Affair with Extinction-Level Events. Uh, you can simply Google Culture Watch, single word, or go to BillMuhlenberg.com. Bill, thanks so much for updating us today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.